Florence Bremer. I'm your host of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I have lived in Phoenix since 1999. Before that, I lived in Chicago and was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for... 23 years <laughs> and throughout my practice I struggled between finding balance between work and life and that's what this podcast is about it's for attorneys and non-attorneys and anybody who's just trying to find balance in their life so this week I'm actually going to talk about I'm going to do a, um, a gift giving guide and I think I did one last year and um, it just spoke to me to do one this year. But before I get started, I just wanted to kind of talk about the last two weeks and what's happening with my practice as I head towards the end of the year. Also, if you've noticed um, a little bit of changes on my song in the beginning, I've just been um, sampling some different songs a couple of seconds here and there. I have my regular theme song, but I just felt like having a little bit of fun in the next couple of episodes. And that was a little sample from Daddy Lessons from Beyonce's Lemonade. So last I spoke to you, it was Thanksgiving weekend. And I have to tell you that on Thanksgiving weekend, I was the most delighted person there ever was. I think if you've listened to the last podcast, I think my happiness shone through. I was so happy. I was so relaxed. I was so caught up on work. Um, I had a huge run up to Thanksgiving that included a ton of court, a ton of social events. And then Thanksgiving was just a great day. Even though I was the one who hosted it, I had plenty of help and it was great. So since then... <laughs> Not so good. Uh, a, just a lot has happened. Um, you know, the the first time in many years, the Monday after Thanksgiving, I actually had a day where I had nothing scheduled. And for several years, I would have an actual trial scheduled during that week. Because I think what was happening is a lot of attorneys don't want to schedule a trial during that time. But if a judge presented me with the dates and they were open and I wasn't traveling, I'm going to take them because to get my client into whatever they're doing. Of course, it's just, it's more difficult, but it's not impossible. But on the 28th, I had nothing scheduled. Same with the 29th. This is the first two days after Thanksgiving. I did record a podcast on the evening of the 29th, which was a ton of fun. It's a, I don't have all the details yet, but it should be sort of a companion podcast to the Film Vault, and it's going to be um, run by Mitch Burns, where if you listen to the Film Vault, you know who he is, and he's doing sort of a talking Film Vault, or the Film Vault after show, something along those lines. And I was his first guest. We recorded it on Tuesday. I think it went well. And he's getting some episodes together, and I'll let you know more when there's a release. Also, since the last time I talked to you, they uh, the Film Vault played my episode that I recorded 
when Brian was sick, they had some guest hosts in, and I was lucky enough to be asked to be one of those guest, guest hosts. So that was really nice. I was happy to help out, and it just was fun to me. So on the um, 30th of November, that's the Wednesday, it's when it has all started and it hasn't stopped. So on the 30th, I had um, a ton of meetings, like one meeting after another. And then I had two hearings at the same time in the afternoon. And one I was able to just handle. I ended up doing a motion to continue and talking to the prosecutor. But I still had to do stuff for that hearing, even though I ended up not needing to attend. Also, during that whole week, from Tuesday to Friday, my high school daughter, she had a dance recital through her high school where she had recital Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and my husband and I went and saw it on Thursday, but we had to drop her off and pick her up all those days, and then Tuesday she had rehearsal for it. So it was just this crazy week of getting home late every day because of um, her being in the recital. So now it comes to December 1st. I have um, meetings first thing in the morning, and then all afternoon I had a settlement conference, and um, it was at my office, so that was kind of nice. Oh, hi, Mima. Hi, come on in. Hey, I want you to talk to my listeners. This is my grandson, Adam. Here, talk into the microphone. Just talk into it. Say, hi, listeners. Hi, listeners. <laughs> That's Adam. He is three and a half. And um, so we had the settlement conference. It lasted until, you know, 4.30-ish. And then I had a meeting at 4.30. And then that, you know, my daughter again had the concert. So it was just full day. And then on Friday the 2nd, I had to go to surprise for court, and um, it just was this crazy week. Um, so that weekend, I relaxed on the 3rd, and it rained all weekend, like this horrible rain. So Saturday was my day to relax, because I was going to work all day Sunday. So it rains all day Saturday, and usually when it rains, it's not sort of an all-day thing. So my daughter and I had this, what we thought was a brilliant idea. We would drive into the city with um, both of the boys. My middle daughter was working, so I had her son. And we'd go to the art museum, and then we'd have lunch. Well, it poured the whole way. And Adam, you can come in and talk if you want to. And it, <laughs> boo. It poured the whole way. We got him out of the car when it was raining. We walked him into the museum. And we just sort of hung out at the museum for like many hours, just walking around, showing the kids the art. The kids were actually really good. We got them some chips before we went in to the museum. We stopped at the little restaurant and um, gave them a snack, which always is helpful. And then we just saw tons of art and um, we packed the kids up in the car and... Um, went to uh, this Mexican restaurant that was called Anchiladas that I had a gift card or a gift certificate for that I got from a silent auction. And it was really delicious. And they had a fireplace and we were soaked, like soaked to the bone. So we warmed ourselves at the fireplace. We got the kids food as quick as we could. We got out of there as quick as we could and, um, and got home and, you know, relaxed for the rest of the evening. Um, so Sunday, 
I had to work the entire day. I shut myself in my room. I had all my papers out. I've put together this workstation basically in my room. And it, I've just found that my room is probably the quietest place for me to work. I have a little desk in the kitchen, which I actually haven't even sat at in a long time. I used to love to sit there, but it's just like usually pretty hectic in the kitchen. So I sat, um, so I bought a big um, rug for my room and it's multicolored and it pulls together all the colors for my room. I have like a dark blue bedspread and I have light blue on the walls and I have this hot pink chair that came over from my other house and a gray chaise lounge and it just the rug has all the colors in it I really like it and it's huge and I can spread out on it and I have this little tray that um, I put my laptop on or anything that I'm writing and and work and I did that the whole day of the fourth um, so now on the fifth it's a Monday, and my least favorite thing in the world happens on that day, which is a trial on Monday morning. So I go in um, Monday morning, and I just start court, you know, first thing. Like, I have to leave my house at 8 in the morning. I have to get up at 6 in the morning. It just is awful, and it's a three-hour trial. So I'm in court from 9 to 12. And I come, um, I, after the trial, I go back to my office. I thought, I'm just going to go to the office, like, straight there. I'm not going to change. So I ended up being in a suit the entire day because I just ended up being at the office till, like, 4 or 5. So it was just a long, long day. And everything was nuts. Like, people, the, the phone is ringing off the hook. Emails are coming in, like, hundreds, you know, during that Monday. And of course, what I find out, and my husband thinks I'm nuts, but I don't think I'm nuts. And I think this is a real thing. It was a full moon. It was a, a waning moon headed towards a full moon. Every time it is like that, everything ramps up. People are in worse spirits, like weird things are happening to me. Um, just awful. So that was Monday. And Tuesday, I have no break. I have to go in person to court at um, for a morning hearing and then in the afternoon I had a, a um, virtual hearing so again tons of court on that Tuesday on Wednesday another virtual hearing and tons of meetings the whole day on Thursday I had a hearing that was in person which actually got vacated at pretty much the very last minute but I had to like prep for it and sort of dress for it because I wasn't even sure. And then um, I changed. Instead of going to the hearing, I actually had lunch with a friend because I had um, a second medical appointment on the issue that I told everybody about that for my one of my annual exams, I was six months late. And when I went to that exam, they said, you need to come in for more testing. And so I went in for the more testing and yay, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like after all of that, like just all that stress and, and barely being able, like every time, you know, I had this, this scheduled at 1 PM on Thursday and I can't tell you how many like people, hearings, whatever, were trying to get scheduled then. 
And because the doctors were like really insistent that I get in right away, it just felt like something that I couldn't move and, and I didn't. So I went and took care of myself and, and fine. Okay. So then, um, Friday morning I had a, um, I get these, uh, massages to just help with controlling my pain, which is in my hip and uh, my neck sometimes. And it just gets really extreme. And I'm lucky enough to have a therapist who comes to my house. And I know you're thinking, oh, a massage. Those are feel good. Those are relaxing. This is not that type of massage. This is like stretching and really deep tissue. And sometimes I'm just like, it's so intense. I'm like gripping the, the, the massage table because it's just really getting in there. And then I had a hearing. So I had to get ready for the hearing and um, did the hearing really quick, went to the office for a few hours. And then I went home and had to get ready because I had plans with my friends at their um, house that they've had for a while, but which is still new, which I've not been able to make my way out to, to. but finally, finally was able to make it. And it was so nice and relaxing and wonderful and I was so, um, you know, when you have something like that and you're like, I could be doing a million things. I could be working. I could be staying late at the office, whatever I need to do. And I just let myself go. It was a Friday night. It's not work hours. Like I can have a night, right? <laughs> so I got there and like, as soon as I walked in the door, it just was fun catching up and we had this really nice dinner and we watched about half of a movie I had my two of my daughters with me and my youngest grandson and he was such a good boy <laughs> it was like one of those things where you're just not sure how someone is going to be at someone's house you know like how a child is going to be and he um, was so good and he's two so you never know what you're going to get with him um, but he was talking and being sweet and making them laugh and you know snuggling he just was his cutest self and they are people that don't have children so their house is gorgeous <laughs> you know and um like my house is very kids you know there's toys everywhere I bought a couch that was like a workhorse couch it's I, frankly it's pretty ugly the beautiful couch that I wanted I could see that it was too beautiful and too uh, delicate for all the bodies that are thrown on it constantly. So I didn't get that one and got this one that's like the ultra suede and it's ugly, but it seats all of us and um, is relatively comfortable for watching movies and things like that. Okay, so uh, Saturday was just a day of like being with the kids and doing stuff with the kids. And then that evening anthem every year just people who live in anthem they get together and they do a light parade they take their four wheel all-terrain vehicles and they decorate them and people will dress like santa they'll have grinches in the car they'll put a full-size trees like you name it they will do this and they'll drive through anthem and it was really nice we sat in our driveway it was freezing cold, but we had blankets. It was super nice because we didn't have to pack up and go anywhere. Like, it was great. 
I will tell you this. This is the coldest December I remember in quite some time. I think last year it was still pretty warm this time of year. And it was um, not like not hot, but it definitely wasn't as cold as it's getting. Like it's getting down to the 40s and there's no humidity. So it's just cold. So here's Sunday. It's almost eight o'clock. It's been a day of me um, just working and I made Sunday dinner, which I haven't done in a few weeks, I think. Sundays, I usually like to cook Italian and it's just that comfort food and wonderful um, way to wrap up the weekend. But it was a lot of work too. You know, I'll tell you this, there was a couple hours where I had nobody bothering me. I, I couldn't believe it. I almost was bored, but I can't say I was bored because um, it was so delightful. I took a little nap. Um, I read for work. I went and got a pedicure. I stopped by my office. Like all of this isn't, you know, per se relaxing, but because I wasn't on a schedule and didn't have anyone bothering me, it was great. But now it's Sunday and to next week, the next five days is my big push before the holidays. I have court all five days and um, then the following week is, I don't know if you call it Christmas week because it's the week that starts the 19th. I have my office Christmas party that week. I'm having lunch with a friend. I do have a hearing, which I'm praying gets vacated, and I'm hoping for a quiet week. Trying not to do meetings, maybe. I'm not sure. Like, I'm just not sure. I just know this week is my awful week, and I have to get through it, and then I can kind of figure out everything after that. So that's the last couple of weeks, and... um it's been nuts. I've had a ton of emergency matters pop up on the calendar. So that's made my already difficult calendar more crazy. I had my health test that I had to do. It's just the craziness of December. And a lot of Decembers, I'll actually take a little trip and totally forget it for this December. I was supposed to be on a cruise for um, a few days in December and it ended up getting pushed. I think I still don't, I mean, it's pushed for sure. It didn't happen. I'm just not sure of the status of it. So in any event, um, now here I am, you know, it's the week, two weeks before Christmas. I do not feel prepared. I've been working on Christmas cards here and there since Thanksgiving. Um, I will sit down and just like a little time management tip, I've incorporated Christmas cards into sitting down and doing work. Or I'll do Christmas cards if I'm watching TV. In the last couple of years, I haven't done as many cards. And I really wanted to get cards to all my cousins that are out there, the long you know, distance cousins that I feel like they're so close to my heart. And then when I see them, they'll say, it's been so long since I've seen you. And when I think about it, like maybe two years have gone, has gone by. So that's all crazy. 
And so I wanted to send everybody cards and let them know that I'm thinking of them and that I love them. So that's part of my time management. And I'm also working on a big appeal where I have these transcripts that I have to read. And so I'm always carrying around a transcript. And I have a couple of uh, contracts that I'm working on that I really, really need to get on. So that's in addition to everything else that I'm working on. Um, also for time management, I've been getting up around six if I can. If I have court, sometimes I have to get up a little bit earlier. But this time of year when it's so dark, six feels kind of manageable because it's not getting light until after seven. And that just feels gross to me. Like I feel like I'm going to the airport. I just hate that feeling of getting up in the dark. But I have to get up at that time when my daughter is um, in school because I have to take her to school at 7 a.m. So I'm definitely looking forward to this week being over because she's off for two weeks. My life is infinitely easier when she's not in school because then I can kind of get up when I want or when I do get up early. I, you know, I get up early anyways. But when I get up early and I don't have to run out the door in an hour, I can... Um, just sit with my coffee and my laptop and I'll write contracts or a demand letter or whatever I need to do. So I've been scheduling, I've been like putting in like working on demand letters like here and there, these little, little crevices that I'm finding. Um, so, you know, sometimes it's kind of early, sometimes kind of, kind of late. I've been working a lot. I'm definitely having a big push in December and then hopefully, um, have a very very nice holiday that is the hope I wanted to do a holiday gift guide I will tell you this <laughs> most of my gifts are money and gift cards because I find number one that's easier for me but I also try to at times do something more special and I have some rules of thumb that I use a big thing for me where I get gifts is silent auctions. So throughout the year, I will go to different charity events and there will be silent auctions. And sometimes in silent auctions, there's some really unusual items. There'll be art or sculptures or really cool gift cards or, um, you know, sometimes like bags, you know, um, like weekender bags, things like that. Last year, I got one of my daughters a really cool Vera Bradley weekender bag. And then this year, another daughter um, got another Vera Bradley, Bradley bag. Um, this year, too, I bought a cigar basket at a silent auction. And my dad smokes cigars. So I got this really nice box of cigars and um, some cigar, I don't know, paraphernalia. I guess, accessories, a cigar cutter, a t-shirt from a specialty cigar shop, a hat, just some nice things that go together with this really cool looking box of cigars. I hope they're good. I don't know anything about them, but I got them at the, at the silent auction and also was able to support a charity. So that's the other good thing about the silent auction is you're supporting a charity and coming away with something. Another thing I really like is subscriptions. A magazine subscription, a coffee subscription, a wine subscription, like you name it. There's so many different ones out there that you can get really fun and creative. 
I am a huge fan of coffee, as I think I've told my listeners before. And I did not drink coffee until I was 28, I think. I worked for this law firm and they had a soda machine. And for the longest time, um, fountain soda was my kryptonite. Like I could not resist. Like I probably drank because it was Dr. Pepper, Coke and Diet Coke. And at that time, I loved Dr. Pepper so much. I mean, I probably some days would drink, I don't know, five, six, seven. It was really delicious, I thought at the time. Um, but just total sugar, you know, and on a cold morning, not that appetizing. And I was um, at the Christmas party for this firm. And this is, you know, at this point, I only worked there a short time. So let's say 22 years ago. And it was after dinner and it was at a banquet hall and they were serving coffee. And for some reason, it sounded delicious to me. And I never drank coffee. I hated coffee. I didn't want anything to do with it. I had, I had them pour me a cup of coffee. I put a bunch of cream in it. It tasted so good. It tasted like dessert. It was probably a lot more cream than I use today. But at that point, I put more cream in it. And it was so yummy. And ever since then, I drank coffee. And I'm always looking for like new coffees. I'm not a super big fan of like the Starbucks drinks. I just really prefer brewed coffee with cream. But I sometimes will get like a flavored coffee like PJ's um, has a bunch of flavored coffees that are like Southern based. They have a Bananas Foster that I love. They have a Southern Pecan. They have just really, really good ones. A Salted Caramel. Some really, really good coffees. And um, so coffee, you know, if you have coffee lovers in your life, there's a million different coffees that you can get there. I just bought my daughter some Central Perk coffees. I never even heard of it until recently, but Central Perk, like from Friends, and they have coffees that are names of um, jokes from the show. Like there's a How You Doing and a Pivot, and I can't remember what the other one is, but I got those for her and I'm waiting for those. PJ's Coffee from New Orleans is my all-time favorite. I discovered a new one called Bones. The packaging is gorgeous it is like all skulls and really cool like I got um I bought a box of it right before Halloween and they had a bananas foster coffee and on it was a skeleton like dressed in Mardi Gras beads like really pretty they had a collaboration with the nightmare before Christmas so they had some with like Jack Skellington on them just really, really cool coffees. Pete's coffee is nice and pretty delicious, um, but a little more usual. But look for the more unusual coffees. It's a little bit more fun than Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts, but you also can't go wrong with those either. Those are also delicious coffees. I think Dunkin' Donuts coffee is particularly delicious. Starbucks can be like a little, I don't know, a little bitter actually, um, but still good. Okay, another thing I like, which I kind of hit on before, is experiences. A big favorite gift of mine is movies, museum memberships, 
if you know they're going somewhere like to Disney, you can get them a Disney gift card. That's something I did for a shower gift this year. Um, here's another tip that I have had, which has been helpful to me, is that I pretty much only fly American Airlines and I have an American Airlines credit card. So through American Airlines, you can click through their shopping website. And if you click through their website and use their card, you get extra points. So I have gotten several thousand airline miles by shopping. So enough to buy myself a ticket somewhere. And it's all like big stores, like the Disney store, White House Black Market, um, Walmart, Macy's, Neiman's. I don't think Target is on there because I checked recently. But a lot of... Um, think what else lululemon you know my one daughter wanted some stuff from lululemon so i got some points for that so keep that in mind when you're um looking at um when you're shopping you might be able to get yourself some airline miles and i don't even think you need to have the credit card i think you can still get them through the airlines just by clicking through and then using whatever credit card you want to use another thing i like is luxury food goods you know, stay away from the cheese board at Walmart and do chocolate, like a specialty from a store. Chocolate chip cookies from Neiman's, Frango coffee, uh, Frango uh, chocolates from Macy's. Um, C's candy is my all-time favorite candy. I used to love Fannie Mae in Illinois. And I'm such a fan of C's now here that uh, a court reporter gave me a box of it for Christmas and I hid it in my room and just shared it uh, with my grandsons. Like I kept it really quiet. Towards the end, I let my daughters in on it. But I did keep it to myself for a little bit. Uh, gourmet popcorn. You know, not the not the popcorn bucket from like Walmart. But the, you know, a real good gourmet pop popcorn. Specialty cakes is another one. You know, you can get cakes from anywhere. You can get... Um, you know, if you have somebody who like loves whatever, like a, you know, a pecan pie from Nashville, you can probably find a way to get that shipped here. Mrs. Printable Candy Apples is also a favorite of mine. They have some really pretty ones. They, they're so delicious, like extremely delicious. Um, I also try to think of like what somebody likes, you know, but isn't necessarily clutter. So, for example, I have a lot of people who love Harry Potter in my family. And I was looking on the Harry Potter website, and they had a bunch of candy. So I got some of that. And they also had this really, these really beautiful candles from the different houses. And in my family, we're all about the houses. You know, what house are you from? And so someone in my life who is in one of the houses... I got her that candle, candy, I'm sorry, candle. I don't think any of my family listens to my show, so I don't know why I'm being so secretive, but just in case. Um, what else? Oh, candles. You know, I'm mentioning it from the Harry Potter site, but to me, candles are a really good gift, especially this time of year. When it's so dark, I just love to burn a candle at night. It just helps me with being bummed out on there being so little of the day you know the sun's coming up at seven and 
it's down by five. And that's a hard time of year for me. I will tell you this, this year's actually been a little bit easier. And I think it's because I have systems in place like, um, you know, going, I'm still cycling. So going cycling as much as I can. And when I told you my schedule for the last two weeks, throughout whenever I could get in a cycling class, I would go and get a cycling class and instantly feel better. You know, the whole way there, I'm like, I could be doing something else. I should be working. But I'm thinking I need to get my blood pumping. I need to make sure I'm physically taking care of myself. And this is part of it. And then, you know, during the class, I'm like, oh, there's still 45 minutes left and (laughs) this is taking forever. And then at the end of the class, I have a huge smile on my face. So I know that it is good for me. Um, So that brings me to candles. My favorite candle is Dippity Q. It is so clean burning. If you want to get someone like a real like luxury gift without, I mean, they're expensive, like don't get me wrong, but they're very luxurious, but they're also not a thousand dollars, if you get what I'm saying. Um, socks. You can get anything on socks. So everyone needs socks. And if you're trying not to get someone, you know, some sort of clutter, socks are a great way to go. And then there's also socks that are just like super cozy. So this is a good time of year for that as well. I'm a big fan of pajamas for people. That's mostly like for my daughters and my grandkids, though. My husband. Um, I think if you're, you know, shopping for someone at work, pajamas probably won't do. A big one for me is just to take the person out for lunch or dinner. I've had several meals scattered throughout December with different people that are important to me. And that works perfect. Books is something that I really like to give people, Uh, you know, make sure it's something that they like, an author that they like, a collectible book. My favorite to give is autograph books from Barnes and Noble. Last year, Santa brought my daughter Drew Barrymore's book signed by her and she burst into tears because she just absolutely loves Drew Barrymore. And every year, Barnes & Noble will have a great selection of autograph books. Um, and it's just a really, to me, I think it's just really fun thing to get. feels super personal. I'm not going somewhere and having the book signed. But, um, it you know, I'm purchasing it that way. But it still feels really nice. Throughout my life, I've gone to places where... I have had a book, you know, I went to like a book signing and those mean so much to me. Another thing is uh, calendars and notebooks. Every year I would get my mom a Buffy the Vampire Slayer calendar and they don't sell them anymore, which is such a bummer. And it's crazy because it's not like they got everybody together and did a new photo shoot. There are millions of photo shoots from the from the people who were on the show and then they would just take the pictures and rearrange them and do um, new you know decorative backgrounds and Joss Whedon continued the Buffy series as a comic book so sometimes they would put some of the comic book art on it 
and they don't do them anymore. You know, there was a little break for a while, and then they started doing them again. And I bought one for my mom every year, and they're not doing them again. I did find a calendar for um, Friends, the show Friends. Again, they don't get everyone together. It's from the millions of photo shoots they did during the time that the show was on. And so I, I'm like, why can't they just put these together? You know, why is it that hard? But um, they... Um, I, I don't know. Maybe people aren't into them anymore. So I um, do like that as a gift. When I went to Barnes & Noble this year, they had a ton of like little pocket calendars. So I picked up some of those and they were 50% off for Black Friday. I know everyone has phones and everyone's calendars in their phones, but I still like to have a paper calendar so I can kind of look at what is coming up instead of just looking at everything on like a day-to-day -day basis. And I think that's what a paper calendar is really nice for. I also look at when I'm shopping, I look at a lot of favorite lists. Oprah has the best one every year, but all magazine, all magazines have them. And if you're on email newsletters, a lot of them have them as well. There can be really cute kitchen ideas there's, they'll sometimes find things like on Etsy that are obscure that you wouldn't think of. You might listen to a podcast that has these types of lists. Um, I know the guys on the Film Vault, they did a list of um, movie gifts that was really fun. So keep that in mind. You know, if you're looking for something a little unusual, you know, maybe instead of just like clicking through Amazon, check out some of these newsletters or magazines and you might find something really unusual. Another thing I like is just like a small luxury item. I mean, obviously nobody can afford to be like, here's a giant, you know, Louis Vuitton, but you might be able to get someone, you know, a small wallet from Coach or maybe a scarf from Alexander McQueen or a perfume from their favorite luxury line. One year, my sister-in-law got me um, the perfume from Tiffany's and it was so beautiful. It came in this big, beautiful Tiffany's box and with the tissue paper and the ribbon and it smells really good. Like it was such a nice gift. I, you know, she comes out with the Tiffany's bag. Like it was just a delight. So I really, really liked it. So those are my ideas for gift giving. I wish I had some movie reviews for you, but based on what my schedule has been like, I, I don't think I've seen a movie in the last two weeks. I started to watch Amsterdam. It's on HBO and I watched five minutes of it and everybody was screaming. So that was over. I started watching The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with Nicolas Cage and I fell asleep, not because the movie seemed boring, but because I was exhausted. So I'm not getting anywhere in movies right now. But Black Friday did have some awesome subscription deals for streaming services. I got Discovery Plus for a couple months for 99 cents a month. Stars was $1.99 for two months through Prime. And it has all the new Spider-Man movies and tons of new movies. So I'm hoping to um, get into some of those movies. Shutter is 99 cents per month. Uh, for uh, that one was pretty good. Uh, it might have been six months. 
I haven't been to the movies since um, I saw the menu. Like, I'm just not getting out. Um, I'm watching White Lotus Season 2. I'm just, I'm not sure about it. Like, it's fine. It's watchable. Like, it's intentionally watchable. But not, I wouldn't explain it as good. I can't explain it. It's compelling. Just the season one was compelling. Um, and it keeps you, it just sucks you in. In season two, Aubrey Plaza is in it. And she really has range. I mean, she was April in Parks and Recs and Parks and Rec. And she's been in a ton of other movies where she's been really good. And, you know, I don't think I realized how beautiful she was when she was April in Parks and Rec. And she is just stunning. And she looks really stunning in um, White Lotus, too. There's some funny parts. You know, it's, I, I can't explain it. <laughs> It's soap opera-ish, I guess. I've been reading as much as I can. I'm still reading Leave the Gun and Take the Cannoli, which is the making of The Godfather. Like, what a fun book. I have seen The Godfather many times, so reading this and just getting all the behind-scenes stuff. You know, we've all heard so much about The Godfather over the years, but there's just so much more that went into making it. It's a movie that... When you're reading the book, you're like, this movie should not have been genius. It was like a, a mess. And it just came together perfectly. I just finished the autobiography of Michael K. Williams. He was Omar from The Wire, which is probably how most people know him. But to me, um, he had a very, very small part in The Sopranos. So I always think of that. And he also had a much larger part in Boardwalk Empire. So I think of him from that. He finished his autobiography, or almost finished it, and then he died of an overdose. And in throughout the whole book, he talks about his struggles with addiction, that he struggled daily, and it's just so sad, because that's what, that's what got him. And he was really trying to turn it around at the end by doing a lot of things for, like, people who were wrongfully accused, people whose sentences were excessive like all sorts of stuff like that and then um, he was talking about like how things got rough during COVID and that's during the time that he died you know he I think he ended up buying some drugs that were laced with fentanyl and and it just it killed him and like what a what a talent and he had a has a great story sad like so sad you know when he was at the top of his game like the toast of the town is Omar and the wire he was like sleeping on people's couches so um just a crazy story of someone who simultaneously completely turned their life around but still was struggling with their demons very sad like he is just someone who's to me is really missed as an actor because every time he showed up in something he just was really good and super memorable I'm reading a book called Travels with Mrs. Kennedy it's by her secret service agent he wrote a few books about her but this one has lots of pictures and, and narratives about the travel so that's all I've been up to and thank you for listening um Sorry, I'm looking for my clothes. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette, Bonafide Legal Podcast, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. 
under Florence Legally Brunette, Facebook under my name, and also my law office. My website is brummerlaw.com. Thank you so much for um, the Facebook invites. I've gotten a lot of invites recently over people that I'm recognizing. And I will say this because um, on SoundCloud, it tells me what areas that are where people are listening to me. And hey, whoever you are in Columbus, Ohio, I feel like you listen to me a lot. And that's really, really sweet. <laughs> You've been listening to me for a long time. If you want to send me an email and introduce yourself, feel free. If you don't, you just want to stay behind the scenes and listen, that's cool too. But um, I appreciate, I, I mean, I think you're probably my number one listener. So Columbus, have a Merry Christmas. Everyone else, have a Merry Christmas as well. I'll, I should record uh, Christmas weekend, but I think I'll probably record, you know, the 26th or the 27th. So everyone have a great holiday and I'll talk at you in a couple of weeks. Oh!